Okay. Yeah. It's and we're going. All right. So we're rolling. We need to talk about arcade fire. Why? Oh, why? Because, dude. I I don't understand. I'm trying not to give you shit. No, I, and I'm not here to give you shit about it. I just the conversation last night uh, on uh-huh. Twitter. Um, I don't know. I I was just like surprised, and I just want. I, I just need to get you know. Okay. See where you were. Okay. See see how you came in and um, what led you to ignore quite possibly one of the greatest bands in the last 15 years. All right. Well, first of all, to to um, defend myself just a little bit, not that it's terribly defensible. I, I, I fully understand that it's, it's an irrational reaction that I have, mm-hmm. that if everybody says, you've got to read this or you've got to hear this or this is like the next great band and all that kind of thing, I'm out. Yeah. I'm immediately like, okay, I'm done. So pretty much if I told you that Springsteen is meh, you would listen to it right away. No, 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 no. no. I like to discover things for myself. Is oh, yeah, thing. yeah. So, and with, um, it's like... It's um, a funny situation I came up with, by the way, because we know that would never happen. Yeah, well, no, no, no. Yeah, that's that's a completely, completely fatuous sort of deal there. Um, it's... Uh, <laughs> Continue. Which only makes me think of of, <laughs> of the Big Lebowski and Mod going, "Don't be fatuous, Jeffrey." <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey, <laughs> yes, yeah, Mod, <laughs> is that my room? <laughs> Love me, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, well, she's not my. Well, she's not my. She's not my special lady. lady friend. She's my. Yeah, she's, she's not my, my special, special lady friend. Or. She, or she's like, yeah, she's not my special lady. She's my lady friend. I'm just helping her conceive, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is John Polito still alive? I don't know. Did he? I, he might have died. Passed away. I, yeah. I for some reason, in the world of Cohen Brothers, I get him and Michael Lerner kind of mixed up. Okay. I don't know why. I think yeah. it's because they're both in. I think they're both in Barn Think. Uh, that sounds right. I, no, but um, anyway, going back to your arcade fire. Oh, we're gonna go back to that. Yeah, t- t- dude. So <laughs> I just, I it was just like, you know, I, I just, I didn't get what the big deal was. Like, you know, so I had kind of avoided them because of all the press they were getting and because mm-hmm. of everybody being like, oh, you got to listen to this. And, and, oh, oh, also, when did the, f- was the first album called Funeral? Yeah. Okay. When did that come out? Oh, four. Okay. I can tell you right now, one of the reasons that tainted it is my ex-wife. Oh, so that's um, that was one of her favorite albums when it came out. She loved that album and played it a lot. So it had some negative connotations for me. You know that all makes sense. Uh, so there was that, and then like the boat just kind of sailed, and I didn't really, I don't know, I didn't, I didn't get it. And then I, I think the next time I heard them, they were playing on the Daily Show, and I'm like, okay, uh, you know, it's not that. When I heard him, it's like this kind of epic sound, and that's where I was like, okay, they're trying to be like Born to Run era. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Because I, I had thought, judging from what you told me on Twitter, mm-hmm. that you had gotten them mixed up with the Killers, because the second Killers album, mm-hmm. Samstown, is like Springsteen. Yeah. It's Born to Run. It's like Grand Sounds. It's 
tales of America. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I traveled this great land and I saw <laughs> the horizon and the purple skies. I just watched some of Springsteen on Broadway, so I'm kind of... Oh, oh, gotcha. <laughs> You're doing your raspy Springsteen voice. Doing my raspy Springsteen voice. Yeah, because... I didn't know how to fucking dry. <laughs> yeah, I Springsteen on Broadway is great. I love that. <laughs> I'm surprised you're now just now getting around to seeing it. I I watched it when it first, a bit of it when it first came out. Okay, and then um, I got in trouble for watching Russian Doll. I know, man. Let's talk about that for a sec. <laughs> let's talk about that. So let's wrap up Arcade Fire because okay. it's so. What did um, what so what got you back on? Well, I was just I was listening to it in a mix, and it's this. Uh, Deanna and I are doing a, a staycation thing, and mm-hmm. and um, was this mix created by Deanna? She started it, okay. and I'm contributing to it, and we're okay. collaborating over it, which is kind of cool. I hadn't. Um, Does the public have access done that to this? Not yet. Okay. No. Well, it probably won't. I mean, hey. Well, no. I I, I guess it's. A- so um, the two songs. Was it two songs or one song? Let's see. Um, hang on, I'll tell you. Okay, so there was uh, "No Cars Go." I liked that a lot. Okay, yeah. And um, is that off? Of, is that off their EP or is that the Neon Bible? Neon Bible? Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, well, that might have been it. That might have been it. Okay. And uh, but I think that um, that she has uh, played another song of theirs for me before. So because I think you can be. Um, I can totally understand where you're coming from with funeral. I mean, my mm-hmm. whole my whole gateway into funeral was Bowie, the two Davids, mm-hmm. Bowie and Byrne. Sure. Both came highly recommended. And then it was an album that I listened to a lot after my mom passed away. Because it happened like gotcha. a month after my mom passed away. So um, I could relate to it a little bit. Gotcha. gotcha. Um, but... How you somehow the suburbs is like like hands down probably one of if not the greatest album of the current decade. I think I it would was, even go so far as the aughts entirely. Um, I think I was working. I might have been managing the music department at Barnes and Noble uh, when. That came out. I remember that being everywhere there too, and I'm like, oh, here these guys are again. So yeah, um, you can. Um, I think you'd be also forgiven for skipping their latest one, but I like. I'm. Um, I've come around to it over the last few months. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't like it at first. It felt like selling out to me. Huh. Um, but because they had left Merge, they signed to Columbia, which oh um, yeah, which I um, for a band that talked a lot about, you know being independent and yeah signing to columbia just felt like selling out to me there was a a period of time when that was happening like band of horses moved from uh from sub pop to to was it sub pop i think it was sub pop to uh to columbia as well Um, see but that's okay for them because they don't talk shit about being indie i suppose i just they always felt like an indie band and then i was also like oh well I didn't like them as much when they moved to Columbia. Well, I mean, I that's also because um, the, I mean, the first two Band of Horses albums are terribly good, especially oh, yeah. the second one. They're great, I, yeah. Um, Does that cease to begin or something? Yes. Yeah. If I, but um, I know they have been coming off a little uninspired 
as of late. I yeah, I haven't picked up the last couple. I think the last one that I did pick up was Infinite Arms or something. It's like got the stars on the front. Yeah, that one's alright too. I like yeah, that one. Yeah, it's just I don't know, like. But then I it was like I saw them at um, at uh, Innings Fest and I was like, oh yeah, these guys were great. <laughs> and yeah, I tried to listen to some of the more recent stuff again. I'm like, eh. so it's kind of weird that we're talking about this because. Well, should we say welcome to What the Fork? Yeah, we should say hey, Fork Buddies. What up? I'm Jared. I'm Jason. Uh, on Twitter at What the Fork Pod. Email whatthefork_pod at gmail dot com. Instagram is at whatthefork_pod. That's right. Uh, and then also, uh, please rate and review on whatever podcast app you listen to us on, and tell your friends about the show. Help us continue to grow. I'm at ltd underscore engagement. I'm at Jason E Kyle K E I L all one word at the Twitters. Yes, you can catch uh, most everything that I write on there. I'm, uh, uh, I guess alert. I um, reviewed um, the highest show to come to Phoenix <laughs> last night. Um, the Hootie and the Blowfish. Like what was it? 1993 all over again. 1994, sir. Okay, fine. Yeah, 94 yeah. is that right? Yes. So um, yeah, it was 1994. The year was 1994. <laughs> Casey Kasem here on the tap for you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Captain down, Chad. Yeah. <laughs> Captain Chad, we got Hootie and his blowfish <laughs> with cracked rear view. All right, here's a here's a singer here's singer Darius Rucker doing hold my hand. Yeah, yeah. Hootie himself. <laughs> <laughs> I I can do a pretty decent Casey Kasem. Mm. Oh, so Casey Kasem, top forty. Yeah. Oh. All right. <laughs> Um, I would probably do a poor man's Rick D's if I was lucky. Mm. Uh, but so what were we getting back to? We were talking about um, band of horses. We were, but, and you're saying I was funny. I was bringing that up. Yes, because yeah. as um, I think the last time I went to Lollapalooza, which would be 2011, I think I've gone a couple times since then. But that, what I'm trying to say is, so I was hanging out with these really cool Canadian people um, to see Arcade Fire, mm-hmm. but we wanted to see Lou Reed first. So Lou Reed plays. Oh, well. Um, and Lou Reed um, did pretty much, um, played some really good songs, did about half an hour of feedback, went over his set. Oh. And in doing so, he caused Band of Horses. Mm-hmm to be late for their set uh, and i'm not about to leave my sweet sweet spot to see arcade fire because the suburbs had just come out mm-hmm. and i really wanted to listen to it um like live and it it's arcade fire so they blew me away gotcha um, but i missed Ben the horses when the second time they came around. i haven't seen them since that makes me sad because I think it would just been once he still begin came out and i really 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 dug that album yeah yeah, I remember really digging them when they came out, and uh, oh. definitely those first two, the first three, really. Um, man, the uh, 2011 man was just so good for music. The year period. was 2011. Yeah, <laughs> Who and the Blowfish was nowhere in sight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a good uh, show, though. I mean, if you like me, that's fine. It's it just it just reminds me of like frat boy rock kind of stuff. But you know, I 
people also it's it's interesting what catches on with that crowd too because i think that a lot of that those people show up to like uh uh uh, why can't i think of their name all of a sudden gabe matthews Uh, well there's that but um there's a lot of crossover with the with the i was gonna say like the the jam band crowd for for dave matthews though um no i was thinking of it's just gonna keep getting further and further away the more i try to run after it no, not fish, not fish, not jam bandy um, oh, okay. at all. Uh, Craig Finn, hold steady. Oh yeah, yeah. I dig them a lot. Hmm. It's weird. I never like nine. Yeah, like I guess ninety four. I was really also into Dave Matthews, and I guess I still kind of am to a degree. Well, that's you know that's interesting, right? Because I I started out really liking them a lot um you know i i I thought under the table and dreaming was a really good album Mm -hmm. uh and crash is really good crash yeah um and then i i don't know i just something turned me off of it altogether and i hadn't listened to them in years and then again heard them recently and i'm like you know what this these songs hold up i wonder if and i'm curious because i got a lot of comments i got a few comments yesterday about like how they took a picture Saying that I was at the show, mm-hmm. and I remember that time too when, like, thinking hacky sacks and puka shells were you know kind of cool, but it wasn't really my thing. Sure, I wonder if just like the the association, mm-hmm. like with that time and the fact that people still do that and don't want to move on. Yeah, you feel like you've moved on. It's funny what, you know, I know coming back around to, though, I mean, there was a time when I was not listening to any Billy Joel. I was just like, not, I mean, if you can believe it, there was there was a good, like, 15-year span there where I was just like, I'm off the Joel. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, the, uh, and a lot of stuff that I grew up loving, too, like Mellencamp and, and like, you know, random 80s stuff that I was getting into... Uh, as a kid, because it was a lot of what my mom would listen to, or it was on VH1, or you know, so I would be hearing a lot of that, and and got into that, and and then completely went away from that, and then have come back around to it and really enjoyed it again. Um, and I think that there's a lot of um, there's a lot of that. I don't know. You just kind of go through cycles with things, which is why it's important to hang on to stuff. To me is because yeah. you know if if I have a few albums by someone, I have them for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, like the one-offs here and there, I'm like, ah, you know, I remember digging this at the time, but I never really, uh, you know, sought anything else out by these people. So usually those can go the one-offs, but you know, yeah. You know, um, there are two things I've come back to lately. Mm-hmm. One is like Pierre Gabriel. Oh yeah, yeah, fucking brilliant. Yeah, I don't know why. It's just like all of a sudden, I'm like, I really want to listen to to Carrie. I really want to listen to number four. Mm-hmm. Um, really want to listen to so, and just did and just kind of went down the wormhole again. So especially since like those, uh, is it, I think it's Melt number three. Oh yeah, brilliant oh, album. Like, Love that album. Like, and I really like the song not, not moving on to my second thing 
I really like the song In the Meantime by Space Hog. Okay. I fucking love that song <laughs> so much. Hmm. And I probably, and I you know I still have my copy somewhere, but I mean, eventually, like, it's going to happen where we're all electronic devices are rendered useless sure. except my cd player <laughs> and i'm really gonna want to listen to in the meantime which that song's amazing like i wish space hog would do something like i don't know what happened to them mm-hmm. uh, anyway speaking of things coming to an end oh that's right we're talking about about the sad announcement that uh that that the good place is 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 wrapping up with four seasons. They're yeah, gonna do one more. That's it. It's um. So let's let's unpack this. What what was I mean? Clearly, you voiced your initial feelings about it as as it being a big mournful thing and crushing blow. Let's I talk I about crush that. You, I'm gonna be okay. Well, I know no, how fragile whoa, you whoa, are whoa, emotionally. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Summer Jared aside, man. Whoa. <laughs> I I you know, I thought at most we were gonna get like five seasons or something. I thought we would get five. Um I honestly did. And but you know what? The fact that that Michael Shore had a, a had a, a an arc in mind the entire time, you know, he probably knew that it was gonna be four. Mm-hmm. Like he he had it probably planned out season by season, and I'm fine with it. It's 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 been an amazing show. I think it's grown, um, you know, and and become just I don't know. If if you go, if he feels it's over, I respect that. Mm-hmm. And and you know, I I think that as has been bandied about by a lot of other people talking about it, you, you can get a show that just goes on forever and should have ended years previously. Mm-hmm. Take your friends, for instance, or, or, uh, uh, I don't know. Big Bang um, Theory. Sure. Yeah. A show I've never watched, but I've never watched I either. I probably watched three episodes. Just or like How I Met Your Mother went on way too long. Oh, yeah. And then... Like, I thought the first three, four years of that were great. And then it just kept going. Yeah. And you know what? You never find out at what point, you know, Josh Radner becomes uh, Bob, Bob Saget. Saget. Yeah. Well, have you I mean, watched... how does the, that happen? Well, did you watch the last episode? I did. He never becomes Saget. Yeah. He's always Josh Rainder. Yeah. Um... Which again, I you know, I your voice doesn't change that much <laughs> as you get older. You don't become, you know, it makes sense for Fred Savage to become Daniel Stern. You know, it <laughs> it makes sense even for for uh, Adam Goldberg to become uh, 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 Patton Oswalt. You know, it's it all of that makes sense, uh, but. Really, we meet Ted as an adult over the course of however long the story is. It's it's like what the kids are ten, you know, maybe they're teenagers, maybe they're they're you know, yeah. Over that course of time, your voice does not go from being one person to another. I wonder what lofty intentions they had for that show, like to get to start out. Yeah, like, do you find out eventually that he's Danny Tanner from Full House? <laughs> And like, this is how I met your mother, and she died, which technically happened in the last episode of How I Met Your Mother. Spoilers. 
It's it's yeah, guys, get over it. It's yeah. it's statue of limitations. Yeah. I mean, honestly, at this point, if you've watched the show and you haven't gotten to the end of it, you probably never will. Well, so much shit was like over it. Like when I just watched the ending of the show, I was like in the middle of the show. Mm -hmm. I would watch it like in syndication. Sure. I was like, I'm just gonna watch this. Like, I don't care how it ends. I just because because I want to see what the big deal was. Yeah. And once I saw what the big deal was, I'm like, that's what you all got up about. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It was a letdown. Mm-hmm. It was a big letdown, which, you know, kind of goes back to, you know, but I would argue that that those, you know, those first three, four years were really strong. Mm-hmm. And, it you know, the, that group of, of actors together, you know, played really well. And mm-hmm. it just, it got tired after, what, like nine years or something ridiculous? Yeah. It's, it's nuts it's too long too long for a sitcom especially when you do 20 some odd episodes a, a season yeah you know good place you get 13 episodes a season it's going for four seasons you're you don't have time to get tired of it and you know um when you know that something's going to end exactly where it's end mm-hmm. i mean i mean you don't want to dream it's over but there's freedom within and oh. there's freedom without oh boy and you can try to catch the deluge on a paper cup, but <laughs> uh, I was towing my car. There's a hole in the roof. Ah, <laughs> uh, no. that but, was just too perfect. I, 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 the fact that there's a furniture store called the Crowded House is just. I had to. If you, if you um if you don't know what Jerry is referring to is the is the did you actually try to move your bed, Susu? Did you like it's here? There's a furniture store called the Crowd. It's House. out in Mesa. Yeah, it's by okay. where I work. Okay. So you took a picture of it on your Instas. Yes. And the puns began. Indeed. Yes. <laughs> don't. Yeah. Hey now. Hey now. Don't buy this sofa. Yeah. <laughs> oh, someone had another one that was pretty funny. Shante had one that was. Um, yeah. What was it? Uh, oh, sofa so strong. Yeah. 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 Which um, I was going to take that one, but. Um, she took it better be home soon was i thought i, I thought was, was i was really I was proud, proud of that, that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought you should be i thought that was good um but yeah there's there's just um but yeah, yeah. i mean it's never a good time to do some apparently some some furniture puns on neil finn lyrics yes so what do you think's gonna i mean well, we can't speculate too much about season four because we haven't even talked about season three yet. That's true, but I mean, do we want to just say spoilers? No, 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 no. So actually, it it gives us um, like we can we can speculate away. I think on um, on season four mm-hmm. because it's not been written yet and it's not aired. And we're not going to spoil anything that's not... So it's like laying bets down as to how right we are. So how do you think it's going to end? Um, well... Ah, but how do we guess at things without factoring in season three? I think... Um, I don't know. Like, the one person I know okay. who I spoiled it for... Let's let's say we're at uh, with the we'll say it's okay. 
I'll put a marker in there that at 24 minutes, spoilers. Okay. Okay. So at that point... Come for the arcade fire. <laughs> I'll leave for the spoilers. People can choose to stick around for the conversation on season, you know, that involves some season three spoilers. If you haven't seen it already, um, enter at your own risk. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll mark it in the notes... 24 minutes. Okay. Okay. Which means read your notes, guys. That's right. Read the read the freaking description. Yep. Um and we're talking about it. So, spoilers uh, yeah. starting now. Now. Mega spoilers. Mm-hmm. Just tons and tons of spoilers. Yep. So, I mean, it's already revealed that there's some serious shenanigans going on because um nobody's gotten into the good place in how long like hundreds of years right and i think they, they say like 800 years or something mm-hmm. like that yes and they hinted that in the season too like there's yeah like there is a huge like there are no one has gotten to the good place for so long so there's there's shenanigans right there's tomfoolery tom yeah exactly um there's a great turn by um Stephen merchant yes I, I, you know, for me, he was always like the best part of the office too. And I don't know, he's always fun for me. So, um, having him be the accountant was, uh, was great. Our head of accounting or whatever he was. Mm -hmm. And, um, but yeah, so he's, you know, uh, they, you know, they go there and they find that, that the, uh, that nobody's gotten in a good place in quite some time. And, um, so, so that, I mean, I'm assuming that, that kind of, um, kind of lays the groundwork for, for season four of what's going to go on. And, you know, they get a a council going of good place representatives Mm -hmm. and, um, it's, it's, um, you know, the good place is like, um, a city council basically. Yes. (laughs) There's like nobody is gonna do make a move on anything without you know some serious research and uh, you know all that kind of thing and so it's like clearly the bad place taking advantage of the complacency and like rule following of the good place and they're just fucking shit up yes. left and right yep um, now. So season four has to have some. Also, we know that um, that uh, because of the uh, like the uh, bad place infiltration and all that kind of thing into the new neighborhood, um, that that Eleanor had to. Um, well, that's right because they they made a demand that she be included in the in the people. In, in the new good place, mm-hmm. uh, in the new neighborhood. Right. And But the trade-off was... She had to have her memory wiped. Yeah. And, and so there being, it goes. It ended up being the saddest fucking episode of... It's one of the... I, there were tears, I gotta say. I'm just like, you know, love of her life. Like, they just found each other. And, you know, it was just... Ah, and... She gives that up, mm-hmm. like the ultimate sacrifice, basically, for, you know, proving, in my mind, anyway, that she's, that Eleanor has become a good 
person. Mm-hmm. And why am I like, thinking it's Chidi who did? Because you're right. Because it's Chidi who did it. Mm-hmm. That's right. No, that's right. I may be exhausted, but I know what's up. <laughs> um. Yeah, because I haven't. Well, I haven't watched it since it first aired. Mm. I haven't either. God damn it. Okay, so your memory is just better than mine. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not, absolutely it's not, right. It's, it's, cheaty, it's cheaty who wipes his memory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. And so, which actually makes it worse because, yeah, Eleanor has to do the intake. In it. Oh, and Eleanor has to be the architect, right? Yep. She's the architect. She's the though. architect because Ted Danson freaks out. Mm-hmm. Can't do it. He's yep. having like complete panic attack. Yep. And so she goes out there and has to do the intake for the love of her life who doesn't mm-hmm. remember who she is. Yep. And um, Janet helps her because it's... Because it's Janet. Janet. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So almost, I almost anti-spoiled things for some people by telling them the wrong thing. <laughs> <laughs> Psych! <laughs> <laughs> Fooled ya! Yeah, no. But that's right. Chidi does it. Um, so now that you've given the overview, mm-hmm. how, um, well, like, do you think it's going to end how we think it will? I, I need it to not be predictable. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I need it to not be predictable because. I mean, do we go into it knowing that it's going to end with GD and Elmar? Getting together, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, that would be the obvious thing to have happen is that through the course of the season, they, you know, Chidi, you know, develops true feelings. At that point, you know that they're pure feelings because he has no memory of her, mm-hmm. or there's something about her that jogs his memory, mm-hmm. and he suddenly has things back. Um, but, I mean, there's part of me that wants it to end with them never really finding each other again, and the good and you know the good guys losing. And there's there's some part of me, the part of me that likes the awkward ending where the guy doesn't get the girl, and you know, like Fight Club when they get away with like blowing up all the credit card companies, but yeah, somehow <laughs> Norrin knows he's now Tyler Durden, and yeah. Yeah, I think um. Well, I mean, the challenge of the season's going to be Eleanor. Like, I like how you said Ed Norton knows he's Tyler Durden, but you know, you don't use Brad Pitt. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the challenge for Eleanor is going to be. Well, I mean, for the, it's going to be roller bitch tits. (laughs) 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 Oh my god! (laughs) This is Bob. Bob, Bob has bitch tits. Yep. <laughs> you gotta drain my pecs and drain out the fluid. Oh my god, have you ever read the book? No. I've never read a Polonic book. I've met Chuck Polonic before. Mm, I have too. Um, nicest man on the planet. He was pretty nice. He really didn't like... Um, I remember when he came in to sign books one time, he really didn't like the picture that the publisher used for his author photo, and so he like drew mustaches on all the... The, the ones in the in the books that, you, that we had. That sounds like he, something he would do. Yeah. Um, he gave me... I went to see him speak in Madison, Wisconsin, and I asked him a question. And he gave everyone who asked him a question like a felt 
flower. Huh. And he signed the flower. Oh, that's cool. And I think this is just when Haunted had come out, which, um, if you're not familiar with Haunted, it's like a collection of, like, scary stories. But, um, the thing, like, but they're, like, pretty disgusting, like, like, people, supposedly people have, like, read them and thrown up or something. Oh, really? Like, he writes, writes an essay, like, it's the story that makes people throw up or something. Hmm. Um, Sort of like how it's sort of like um, something that William Castle would do um, if he were an author in two in the in the two th- year two thousand. Okay, and um, he had discovered John Wires. Huh. Gotcha. <laughs> like, hey, hey, kids, read this book. <laughs> it's gonna make you throw up. <laughs> like, gotcha. Like when he put like buzzers and seats or something gotcha um anyway um but um yeah chuck's cool um but um what was i going with this oh talking we were talking fight club we were talking fight club but i'm even walking that back to well as we were talking about we were talking about how we saw it ending yeah so remember in season, I, and I don't want the happy ending. I know, but you remember in season two, the um, they kept in at least the first few episodes they kept mm-hmm. erasing everyone's memories. Yes. And at least in Eleanor, you could see that um, all the behaviors that she had learned from Chidi had started to become ingrained. Right. Yes. So, so you're thinking that Eleanor is ingrained in Chidi, even though he had his memory wiped. Well, what's what she's going to have to do? She's going to have to teach. Well, she's going to have to show... The thing is, can Chidi make a decision? Because uh-huh. we all know how he's indecisive. This is true. So has he learned? Because by the end of season three, he's making decisions. Right. He's making the moves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So can he make a decision? Because if he hasn't learned to make a decision, like if that behavior is not ingrained in him, mm-hmm. then um, things are going to happen. Like right. He's not going to choose Eleanor. He's not going to choose anything. Yeah. Because he can't choose. Right. True. Very true. So I think that's going to be Eleanor's challenge. Um, is like it's going to be a role reversal. Well, and the, the, uh, another thing that's going to be interesting is to see how Michael plays into this now, mm-hmm. because he's out as the architect. I mean, Eleanor very clearly has had to take that role. Um. I mean, and and she's introduced herself as such, and she's doing the intakes. So, so are we dealing with a, a crisis, Michael, the entire season? Mm-hmm. Well, he sure had wrote in his note that things are going to start moving very fast. Well, and he's got thirteen episodes, right, yeah. to bring it all to a conclusion. <laughs> you know what? Be the best. I just saw this. We get ready to have your mind blown. Okay, twist. I'm ready. I'm... It's going to be a twist ending. And we find out that Eleanor was the demon the whole time. That's why she's the architect now. Or she's actually infiltrating from the good place. It could be that. I don't know. Wow. Huh. 
Or maybe Jason is like twist ending. Oh no. <laughs> I don't see that happening. I don't see that. I don't either. I don't see it. No. Don't see it. But I don't know. Having it be some sort of twist would be good. So what I mean, what kind of what kind of scenario do we see? I I could buy Eleanor being a demon. Like she was the original architect. Mm-hmm. Or that, you know, Michael thought he got away with stealing a good place, Janet, and somebody actually, you know, they've, they sounded an alarm. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe even like, maybe Eleanor is like a spy, mm-hmm. which, and like, that's why she keeps like messing with Michael. Mm-hmm. And like, she's always been like part of the good place and she wants to find out like why they haven't. Sure. So. Uh, yeah. I wonder if it could be like a good omen situation where Eleanor and Michael are actually like opposite ends of the spectrum. Okay. I don't know good omens, so, oh. but I, um, I'm aware that it exists. I'm aware that's written by Neil Gaiman and, uh, is it Terry, Terry Pratchett? Pratchett. Yeah, Pratchett. More is a show. There is a show, which I actually I, I need to watch. Um, but the book I, is one of my favorites, actually. It's a great, great story. Um, oh, and I do know it starts, the show starts two of my favorite British actors. David Tennant and, and Michael, uh, Sheen. Michael Sheen. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, yeah, I, I mean, I, I assume it's, it's, it's pretty good. Um, so good that apparently today that a bunch of Jesus freaks want a band. <laughs> well, yeah, they're writing liars to Netflix, but it's on Amazon. <laughs> uh, well, is it on Amazon in the UK? Um, it doesn't matter. It's funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that is kind of funny. Uh, I didn't read the article. I did see it. I just, because you know how things that are Netflix originals in, uh, what is it? I think like Star Trek Discovery is on CBS All Access here, but it's on Netflix in Europe or something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Something like that. But whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, people are dumb. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, they're hella dumb. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, what else uh, what else do we want to I mean I'd like to know I, I let's predict maybe what happens to Tahani and Jason. Um Well, how are they involved now? Well, where did they where did we leave them at the end of season 3? That's a good question. I think did, did he go back to Janet? Um well, they got married on Earth. Yeah. And I think he re- and Janet. I think still likes him, mm-hmm. but I don't know what's going on with that. I honestly don't remember because I was too wait. Busy Janet crying. and and J- Janet and Jason got married on Earth. No, Tahani and Jason. Tahani and Jason. What happened to Chris Hemsworth? I think or, they have party for him. Is it Chris Hemsworth? It's what the, fourth the, Hemsworth the, the fourth Hemsworth brother? Yeah. 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 Hmm. 
Well, I mean, clearly, I will have my my, my memory jogged when we go back through, yeah, through I think season we should, three. Yeah, we should just stuck with Eleanor. Yeah, and Cheaty. Yeah. So. Uh, but yeah. Anyhow, I it'll be interesting to see how they bring it to an end. I am I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Um, I mean, it's nice that he's got that kind of control over this show. Um, you know because. Two of his other shows, like I think Parks and Rec, I, I really liked the way Parks and Rec finished, um, mm-hmm. but like it had started to go on a little too long. Um, well, it yeah, was at risk. Well, I mean, you can only pair up so many people. Yeah. Um, and Rob Lowe had gone by the end of it, right? Yeah. He came back a little bit, I think. Well, they had, when they had left, but then like the... They made like appearances like in at least like every four episodes. Well, because um that's right, because uh what's I mean, her name? Rashida, Rashida Jones. Jones had had done uh well Rashida Jones was doing Andrew Trebecca, right? She was about to and I think she had start well, she's done a lot of things. This is why I like Rashida Jones so much. She done and she's done Andrew Tribeca. She, which I heard is good. I just haven't watched it. Yeah, I hear it's really good too. And I think she wrote it. Okay, I think she has something to do with it. Mm-hmm. She wrote, co-wrote, um, Celeste and Jesse Forever, which I highly recommend. Haven't seen it. Um, that would be a um, that would be a good date movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I think um, because I think the next day movie was The Dead Don't Die. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's um, that's a chipper one. I, you know, it's Jim Jarmusch. It's got, it's got Bill Murray. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for it. <laughs> I actually went, out, I, I, um, actually went out on a date, uh, for the first time in a long time. Oh yeah, yeah. And um, uh, we ended up seeing going to Shake Shack and watching Rocket Man. And uh, from what you've said, Rocket Man's pretty good. Um, yes, I agree, um, with the Republic review mm-hmm. written by your friend and mine, mm-hmm. Mr. Ed Masley, um, where, when, um, knowing so much about Elton John that, like I do, mm-hmm. um, when it gets things kind of, when the timeline's messed. Yeah. Um. It um, it's a little. It puts you a little off kilter. Gotcha. Um, well, and it's odd too because Elton John's still alive. That too, but um, he did not. I haven't seen Bohemian Rhapsody mm-hmm. yet, but um, nor have I. I don't really have any intention to. To I be like perfectly I honest, I feel like I have to see it now. I just so I can like Kate watch it. Um. <laughs> I, I for a second I, I thought you said Kate watch it. I'm like, oh like hate watch it. I'm like, why does yeah. Kate watching something? Who's Kate? I I'm f- trying to figure out, but yeah, no, it's okay, hate watch. Got it. Um but um <laughs> it's just, it sounds like uh like a a, a, a news banner. Hate watch twenty nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> uh that report would never end. Mm-hmm. Um I liked it. Um, 
but they and they take, I like some, about, take some liberties. Well, I mean, it's Elton John's life. He's allowed to. Sure. Well, I guess yeah. And it's a, like it's how involved was he with it? I, I mean, uh, I don't know, but I think he like the script. He produced it. Okay. Him and his um, husband. Uh huh. Um, I assume like the screenwriter he picked also wrote Billy Elliot. Okay. And he's very... So he's got some good writing chops. So he's got some good... He picked a good writer. Mm-hmm. And the director was the guy who like took over for Brian Singer after he got fired from Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay. Um, it's, it's a fun movie. And the fact that you get to see, like... It's like a weird perspective. Like, you see him, that picture of him playing his show in... Uh, at the Troubadour. Sure. And you see him, like, leaping off the piano. Okay. And, like, he imagines himself, like, in slow motion, leaping off the piano. Gotcha. It's really, it's a really cool effect, and it's really cool to, like, to see what things are maybe like in his head. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 and Taron Edgerton, mm-hmm. um, I never realized, like, from watching, I like the Kingsman movies. Yeah. The second I never one was not as good as the first one. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, I watched the first one again like a while ago. The first one I like a lot. It's so. It's I I really like that one quite a bit. I love it. It just it's it's amazing. I didn't think it hold up upon repeat viewings, but it totally does. It does. Yeah. Because I think part of why I liked about it was the surprise that it went places where I thought it wasn't going to go. Yeah. 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 He, like. Uh, Spoiler alert, like, they're going to blow, like, up the world leader, like, the heads of world leaders. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, they're doing it. This is awesome. Yep. <laughs> they actually go off. Yep. 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 And I think John Wick owes a lot to that movie. That Which movie too. I don't spoil that for no, me. No, no. I actually not... have the first two movies on Blu-ray sitting in the other room right now waiting to be watched. No, no. So. What I'm saying is the style. Style. Okay. Stylistically... Um, like the little scene, darker. Well, the scene in the church. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The, like the big five minute. Oh, that epic fight scene. Where, epic fight where, scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I think John Wick owes a lot to that. Okay. You can you can all at me if I'm wrong. Sure. Um, I'm on record on the internet of saying it. At Jason E. Kyle. Yes. <laughs> um, but um. No, it was good. I, I also have decided. Um, I, I clear. I clearly have um, made the choice too, and um, I do not like. Um, his mother is played by Bryce Dallas Howard, and I've decided. Um, Wait, are we back to Rocket Man? Yeah, we're back okay. to Rocket Man. All right, sorry. <laughs> and I decided that I don't like very much like her as an actress. Oh, okay. Um. Someone told me there's a movie out there where she is good, All right. and I probably have seen it, but I don't remember what it is. So if you know what that movie is, <laughs> let me know. But I will tell you, it's not Jurassic Park okay. or Jurassic World. It is not Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, and it is definitely not Rocket Man. Okay. So. All right. So let me know what the good Bryce Dallas Howard movie is, guys. <laughs> um, and I'll walk back my statement. <laughs> sure. Where, where, so where were we? <laughs> I don't even know anymore, man. We're talking about date night. 
Oh yeah, yeah. So you because Shake Shack and because we were Shake saying, Shack and Rocket we were Man. saying, um, what was the name of the movie again? Rocket Man. Or, no, 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 no. The one that you said would be a good date movie. Oh, uh, Celeste and Jesse Forever. Celeste and Jesse Forever. Yep. Um, it's her, uh, Rashida Jones, uh-huh. and Andy Samberg. Oh, okay. Okay. Gotcha. So, who I have only liked since Brooklyn Nine Nine. Really? Yeah. Dude. He annoyed the shit out of me. I can see that. He is. He comes off as very Adam Sandler. He did come off as very Adam Sandler. It seemed like he was being marketed as the millennial Adam Sandler, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially since, like, he does this all, like, with his buddies and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Lonely even, Island and all that. And yeah. Dick, dick in a box. And yeah. It's, I don't know. I just, it, it felt. I, but I have since changed my mind on him in general. I think he's very funny. So you don't like Dick in a Box? I. It's just. I, it's a gag song. I. I yeah. No. I'm just. I. I. I don't dislike it's, it necessarily. It just. I don't think it's uh, that funny. Well, for one, it's not funny now. Okay. Because. <laughs> like, lots happened and probably the. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Lots happened in a few years. Yeah. Um, so it probably doesn't play well and that's okay. And I was like, you know what? Diner did it first. Barry Levinson, Mickey Rourke's cocking a box of popcorn, popping up. <laughs> Still haven't watched Diner yet. Oh, well, okay. I spoiled that moment yeah. for you. You've only had it for... It seems like six months now, something uh, like it's that. It's like three, dude, but... Yeah. Is it? Let's try. Uh, a lot's happened in the since the beginning of the year, so... Yeah. Um... It feels like, feels like every porn movie has stor- stolen that gag from that movie. Then, well, I guess yeah, nineteen eighty-two. Yeah, yeah. So, I assume I didn't watch that sort of thing. I was gonna say every porn movie. That's <laughs> that means I have <laughs> I've had a tremendous imply. amount of free time. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I guess you need some downtime from the you know the job hunt. I po- I, yeah, <laughs> I, I podcast uh-huh. and watch pornography. <laughs> I podcast when I'm not watching pornography. That's <laughs> oh, this took a turn. I just <laughs> I just hope you wash your hands before you come over. That's all. <laughs> Always, I wash everything, Jared. Oh boy, <laughs> oh boy. That's yeah. I this took a turn. It took um, a turn. Let's. Turn it back. Oh, so we're back to um, still going back to Rashida Jones. Okay, sure. So um, she has co-written Toy Story Four. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Her and her writing partner. She for a while was rumored to started getting John Lasseter from Pixar let go. Oh, really? Yeah, but she had nothing to do with it. Oh, okay. Um. But, yeah, and, um, I mean, she's Quincy Jones's kid, mm-hmm. um, and she pumps up here and there. I just think she's amazing. Yeah. She's no, just, I like her a lot. Yeah. As, but um, that whole started because it was uh, talking about how it's nice that he gets to end a show on his terms. Yeah. I'm sure. Um, and, you know, we get to have this kind of, I, I don't know, we haven't seen it. So season four could be crap. Who knows? 
It's not. I don't think it's going to be. I don't. Think I think it's... he's had this arc in his head the entire time, and we're going to get this encapsulated wonderful show that we're all going to be satisfied with. Well, here's the thing: unlike a certain other show that shall remain nameless, um, the Good Place isn't technically based on a book, so they, they right. So he can't fuck that up. Yes, that's in his head. So and I don't know. There's. You're talking, okay, gotcha. Talking about a certain show. Gotcha. That has thrones and games and things. Yeah. <laughs> Dragons. <laughs> I just, you know what? So, I don't know. Maybe I should just stop where I'm at with the show because I just, I, I have no spoilers except for one. And What's I, the one spoiler? I, well, I knew that uh, Sean Bean died. Oh, yeah. I knew that. I knew that, too. I knew that going in. Nothing else do I know. And I just finished the first season, and I fucking loved it. I thought it was great. You and, should keep going. You yeah. honestly should keep going. Um, I mean, I don't want to like set you up for like dis- put all this work in and set you up for disappointment. <laughs> but the first seven seasons, mm-hmm. especially like the middle three, four, and five, mm-hmm. are amazing. Okay. Like is it? I'll stick with it. I'm invested in it at this point. I want to know how it goes, and yeah, it's it's hooked me in. Um, if anything, you should watch it because it's it like the television, television version of the Arcade Fire. Because I was just like, ah, eh, you know, I'll get to it eventually. Maybe I'm not that interested in it. And then I watch it. And I'm like, this is amazing. So yeah, yeah, that's kind of I do that sometimes. Um, a lot. I I think. Um, Russian Doll was kind of like that for me. I still can't believe you watched that without Kristen. I know. But I was looking for something to watch during lunch breaks. It was a half an hour. I I think it was a brilliantly executed show. There there are definitely hallmarks of some other shows in it, Mm -hmm. but I I really like Natasha Lyonne. I like her, too. Yeah, I I like her a lot. I I think... um, And I think that she wrote it. Or co- co-wrote, co-wrote it. it, yeah, yeah. I mean, I like the um, the whole. Well, I mean, your wife listens to the show. I'm not going to spoil the. Are you going to rewatch it with her? Uh, I probably will have to. <laughs> so that's okay, okay. That was your chance to be like, want to rewatch it with with my wife. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I want. I'll be perfectly honest. I don't know if I want to revisit it again. Um. No kidding. Yeah, like I liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, it's not something I'm sure I want to revisit. Um, a, I, I might have liked it better than you. I think you did. I I, like, I don't hate it. I'm looking forward to season two. Mm-hmm. I like um, uh, the video game aspect of it mm-hmm. as opposed to... I mean, it's different from, say, your Groundhog Day. Yeah. Where it just... He's in a... A loop. A loop. It's a video game for them, mm-hmm. and I like around episode three or four, I caught on. Um, so, um, I think I'm like that with everything, though. I think people like things more than me. <laughs> I think everybody likes everything more than me, unless really, it's, yeah, it's, unless it's James Bond or um, Dune or a David Lynch movie or The Good Place or The Good Place. You probably like The Good Place more than me too. You think so? Yeah, I think you do. <laughs> Maybe. 
Maybe that you know what actually I think that's true because I you you I I I am much more like this is a great episode love you're this episode and you're like it. and you're like this is filler episode and you're bringing me down and you are excited about every episode man am I you are usually by the end of our discussion of it I'm like oh you know what maybe you're right about a couple of these things and it's this part drags a little bit and it's funny our friends of ours. Mm-hmm. Who follow our banter? Yes, think that I'm the positive one and <laughs> the negative one. I'm, I'm, and I think I don't know if it's something like happened. Where... In conversation, I'm a very negative person. Mm-hmm. I'm very cynical. Um, well, you got a persona. Keep up. Persona. <laughs> this is me, man. I, you know, honestly, I, the, you know, so when I get enthusiastic about things, though, that's you know, I, I and. Uh, I will. I, I talk very excitedly about things, mm-hmm. and so if there's an album I love, or if there's if there's a show that I love, then I'm all like, then I think it's like the greatest thing ever, and everybody should watch it or listen to it or what whatever read it, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and then you know because I feel like I want everybody to enjoy something that I enjoy because I feel like I'm very discerning. Mm-hmm. I. I'm of the mind, like, I think I'll, I'll use the example of, like, Barry. Okay. Barry, I did not, I liked okay for about six episodes. Sure. Because I feel like I'd seen it before. Yeah. With Gross Point Blank, which sure. is a quality motion picture. It's a great movie. Oh, Popcorn. my God. <laughs> Popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> you going to be meetings? <laughs> yeah. Sure. We'll have meetings. No, no meetings. meetings. <laughs> 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 let's uh let's go upstairs and and pop daddy together yeah kill daddy yeah that's i want uh i want i want egg whites yeah <laughs> technically that's i don't i don't they're vitamins i don't do them i ingest them <laughs> dan eckroyd is so great in oh that. my god we're like yeah mostly quoting dan eckroyd lines in this he's he was so good in that movie. Well, many like everyone is good. Like Minnie Driver is good in that movie. Mm-hmm. I love her in that movie because She's she great. is. Yeah, she of like all the characters. I, I mean, she's the one who, I guess, as far as female characters go, she doesn't immediately go like, "Oh, take me, John Cusack." <laughs> yes, like. She's even in the end. She's like, I don't know if I should fucking be with this guy because he's yeah. a you know he's a he's an antisocial he's a, he's assassin. A, he's an assassin. Yeah. Um. Uh. Well, what, what you know? What? Um. Side note. Mm-hmm. You know what Cameron should do, Cameron? If you're listening for your pop part de- <laughs> podcast, the sequel to Gross Point Blank. Yes, which apparently they were starting to work on. Oh really? Yeah, but they. I don't know something. They're going to do it where they have kid, where they have a kid, and. Uh, you know, I'm glad they didn't. I'm glad they didn't. It's it's a perfect little movie, oddball, you know, comedy as is. Um, it stands out as one of the highlights of John Cusack's oeuvre. Mm-hmm. Um, well, judging from this week on Twitter, I don't think John Cusack's going to get much made anymore. Oh, what happened? He tweeted something anti-Semitic. Oh, did he really? He says he did unintentionally, but I mean, like, dude, like, I'm a Gentile and I know what you did was wrong. Well, and he's like he's an unapologetic Bernie Sanders supporter too. Yes. So interesting. Yeah, 
I just it was like I guess I can't like him now. That sucks. Yeah. People got to stop doing things. <laughs> um, I uh man. Um anyway, um Really? I I I I have not judge, been following him on Twitter. So Yeah, I I I do and I I had for a while and then I just I got tired of I of a lot of the I don't know. I, I just not stopped. Not to get too like well, I'm not going to get political about it, but I think that if he spent less time on Twitter and more time finding him an agent that doesn't put him in every other movie that Nicolas Cage is in that goes direct to video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he might he might be able to pull something up, though he does. Like, there's a Love and Mercy movie. That sure. was pretty good, I, I'm told. Yeah, <laughs> um, I I don't know. He, uh, um, He's one of those guys that seem to kind of go off at some point i don't know maybe it was always that way and then twitter just gave him an avenue yeah um i feel like it's a time suck for him yeah yeah well because i mean he co-wrote gross point blank and he co-wrote high fidelity mm-hmm. two amazing movies mm-hmm. and he produced hot tub time machine and yeah i mean i don't know what to like i don't know what else to think like other than he maybe is difficult to work with because most of the people he... So he had his Mel Gibson moment? I don't know. He says he did unintentionally... It's a, It was a retweet, for one. Okay. So he retweeted something. He blamed it on a bot, hmm. which I call bullshit on that. Blamed it on a... Really? Yeah. You, it's not even worth discussing, dude. Okay. But... Let's get off of... Let's get let's off, get off of QSAC. <laughs> um... <laughs> But uh, um, where were we? Um, um, I don't even know anymore. We're I, so far off off whatever topic. I you know so maybe we want to wrap up, kind of talking about what we want to do because there's a couple of things at play here. One is that we're gonna you know we're gonna keep doing over the summer here the every other week, um, and doing you know kind of one off concept shows. Um, mm-hmm. you know, because the the people demand uh, our presence. <laughs> <I can't> <laughs> they that. demand. <laughs> they need their what the fork fix. Yeah. Um, and so so there's that. We're gonna keep going with that. Uh, and I need to keep. Oh, I then we're gonna have season three pop mm-hmm. in the fall. Yep. And we'll get that. And then we're going to have, again, a long period of time before, unless we do season four in real time, we're going to have a long period with without some good place to talk about. Possibly, but maybe they'll keep, maybe we'll have this episodes on Hulu on for a while. Yeah, we can just like, I suppose we could just mute the commercials and and talk between them. Yeah. Um, so there's that. And I mean... But oh, we're, we, were, we were talking about how I, you like everything more than me. I don't know what oh, we that's talking right. About. We're talking about Barry. Oh, okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. We should, we're going to wrap things up here, but yeah, I didn't, I think what I, I think the reason why I like, I hate, the, I, I don't like things as much as everyone else mm-hmm. is because, again, the example being Barry, for about five or six episodes, I thought I was watching. Gross point blank. That's how we got on QSEC. Okay, that's right. And then somewhere around 
episode five or six, I realized that it's not. But it was only an eight episode season. But yeah, but <laughs> something like that. Short season. I know. I know, dude. But the thing is, I kept watching and mm-hmm. I realized that you're all on to something. Sure. Um, but I feel like it has to be something that I haven't seen before. Okay. And, and that's the point at which it became something you hadn't seen before? Yeah. Okay. So it's like, oh, this is something new. This is something different. This is... Um, I think I just enjoyed it out of the gate because I thought it was smart writing. I thought mm-hmm. the performances from from all of the cast were fantastic. Mm-hmm. They had their characters down out of the gate. I actually... So I initially had a problem with Noho Hank because I thought the actor... <laughs> I thought the actor wasn't keeping his accent up, and then I just and then it just didn't bother me anymore, and I just enjoyed the character. So it's and now he's one of my favorite characters. Noho Hank is indeed yeah. my favorite character on that show. Um, I then well for the, me it's a toss up between him and the Stephen Root character. Well, um, I also secretly like um, I don't know. If she, I'm trying to remember. She didn't get killed, but the the gang leader from Thailand. The, oh yeah, <laughs> she's fun. He She's stabs her hand. And, yep. <laughs> yep. I like Steven Root, too. Like, don't get me wrong. He should get all the awards. He should. I mean, he, he's he's good, and he just delivers a great performance in everything he does. Mm-hmm. I mean, from Milton to this, it's, you know... To Coen Brothers movies. Coen Brothers movies, the, you know, the the station boss in news radio. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's he's just... he's 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 got tremendous chaps. That kid's going places. Yeah. Um, that's Stephen Root. Yeah, he's, he's gonna do just fine. <laughs> <laughs> so anyhow, I like that Stephen Root. <laughs> <laughs> Kids, all right. Yeah, Kids eight. Um, but yeah, so let's to to um. I understand what you're saying. I think that th- that I can. And maybe that's why I like Russian Doll, too, because even though it's definitely got the hallmarks of some other things, mm-hmm. I enjoyed the way it was executed. And I, I, I look at that as much as I look at the originality of it. You know what I like most about it, too? It's because every movie that I liked in the 90s mm-hmm. um, that had... Is like, Alive in Portland? <laughs> no. <laughs> every, like... Um, that movie took like Natasha Leone took everything that she did in the nineties uh-huh. and put it in that movie. Yeah. Like the homeless guy yeah. is played by Brandon Sexton the third, mm-hmm. who was like in Empire Records and a bunch mm-hmm. of movies that she was in. Sure. Um like the directors were I think one of the directors was a director for Bad Cheerleader. Oh yeah. Um like it just and it just seemed like it was something like Hey, I got this cool idea. I need these people to help me execute it. And and she went, I think Amy Poehler has something to do with it. So I just imagine going, hey, <laughs> Amy Poehler, <laughs> Natasha Leone, I got this great idea. <laughs> when you're done with Broad City, mm-hmm. <laughs> when you're done producing Broad City, come by. Let me know what you think. Mm. No. But um, I like how it all came together in the end, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's a challenge. To yeah, like, I know where this is going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. It is now. Okay, so at what point do we want to decide what we're doing? Because I mean, I think the podcast keeps going. 
I don't think it has the name What the Fork. Maybe we change the name of it, you know, to Arching Bobs or... The Noise Place. The Noise Place. Um, that's a lot to talk about with Brooklyn Nine-Nine, though, at this point. And that's another show that I think is on the verge of being on for too long. I thought this season was going to be the last season. I yeah. honestly did. And but it's coming back. It's coming back. And you know what? I you know I think I posted something about this too. I I was ready to be done with the uh, the um, oh the you know the treasure hunt episodes or whatever they call them. Oh the, no, I was never done with those. I I you know I was I was ready to be. I was like oh it's this again. And then kind of like Bandit, I'm kind of done with. Really, I'm not done with the. Kind of I mean, like Bandit can come back. <laughs> Anytime he wants. Don't get me wrong. Craig Robinson can come back anytime. He's, yeah, he's, I, you know, he's a delight to watch. I don't say that much about mm. things. Just always turns in a delightful performance. And I'm just always, like, I enjoy watching him work. Because he seems like he's having fun with it, too. Doug Judy. Mm. I mean, how can you not have... There were a couple, there were legit this season of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, mm-hmm. a few duds. Yes. I think the real-time episode, yeah, definitely the biggest dud. Yeah. Not to mention, like, yeah, it's Sean Astin. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that one was, like, the big dud. Mm-hmm. So others were kind of, but, yeah, but if you think about, like, average laugh type thing. Sure. It, it, I think it kept up pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... I think you could at least milk another season of it, just because I, the universe is so big now. It is. And, you know, it seemed like we got some more time with Captain Holt, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It, it's it's a... it's a I, I don't want it to devolve into something like a How I Met Your Mother, where it just goes on for too long. So, and you've never watched The Office, though, have you? I haven't because I that was one also that I just I watched the first couple of episodes and I just didn't like how it was going. Yeah, and I kept I couldn't watch it without comparing it to the British version. Yeah, um, and I really enjoyed that. So I, I have uh, I do have intentions of going back and watching it. I've watched some more, and uh, you know, I actually like it a little mm-hmm. now. So, Cause and the- I've heard that it gets even better mm-hmm. the more you watch it the off but but it goes on for too long yeah but again like uh, all these other shows that you missed right, mm-hmm. that you're gonna start yeah. it's gonna like you're gonna get to those like really great parts and then you're gonna it's gonna kind of end in disappointment it's gonna for you. let me down yes um but i mean a letdown from the office isn't say like a letdown from that show no, no, no. Um, like, it's still funny. It's just not as funny. Sure. Um, well, it's, you know, that's that's all I'm... Okay. Uh, like, once Carell left, and I think some writers changed, it yeah. just took a different tone. Yeah. So, it's well, like I mean, The Simpsons. It's like The Simpsons. Yeah. It's like... The Simpsons doesn't know when to end because they always have to renew it two seasons in advance. And yeah, I mean that show just in perpetuity. I don't know. I I don't know. It's like, well, it's people still watch it. I guess. 
But I think they're going to... Not this guy. Well, apparently, like, the last season finale of The Simpsons mm-hmm. got the lowest rating of the series. Oh, really? Period? Period. I, you know, it's the... Seasons 3 through 10. Mm-hmm. Fucking killer classics. And then... I don't know. There's always talk of, well, there's another golden season, there's a golden period in the seasons 27 through 29 or something. I, it's, it's just, I'm not, I don't know. Well, I think, um, well, Disney is taking them off. It's going to take them off and put them on Disney Plus. Really? Yeah. No kidding. That's been, that's, uh, that's a plan. No shit. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I guess they need they need uh, as much content as they can. They can't just survive on the new Star Wars show. Yeah, which well, honestly is going to be the only reason I get that mm-hmm. is to watch the Mandalorian. Yeah, it's yeah, and Loki, and I watch the Loki show. Oh, there's going to be a Loki show. There's going to be a Loki show. It apparently, takes place in the seventies. Okay, is it going to be? Yeah. What's his name? Yep. Hiddleston? It's going to be Hiddleston. Okay. And I think they're going to do a Hawkeye one, too. And it's With Renner? Be Renner? Huh. Okay. Yeah. They... So they're not they're not doing side characters, or they're not doing, like, the, the B-team, like Netflix was doing. They're, they're full-on doing, like, characters from the universe. Yeah. Like, it's... I don't know if you call... It's, like, A-minus-team, maybe. I guess. Okay. Sure. Um, which um, Daredevil is like amazing. I think I might be a season or two behind on Daredevil. Um, I've watched two seasons of Daredevil. I started watching Jessica Jones. Started watching- I'm behind on like all of that. I watched the first season of Iron Fist, and all it did was make me angry that I was watching it. Well, I just it was so terrible. I'll I'll apparently. All reports say it sucks. Yeah. Like, it's only just there just to get you to Defenders. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So. Well, all right. We don't have to decide right now what we're going to do, but... Well, what do you want to think about it? Like, well, so, I mean... We should... When you when you edit this, or when you not edit it... Mm-hmm. When I netted it? When you, yeah. <laughs> when, I, I'll edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> so, when you not edit... Yes. Maybe what we can do is we can write down our predictions... Of what we're going to do? Of what... No, of what is going to happen at the end of the show. At the oh, end of season four. Gotcha. And, and see where we were. And see how close we were. Sure. All right. And if you want to. We'll put them in a box somewhere. Yeah. And then we'll get to the end of the series. And we'll be like, who was the most right? I don't... Did we even... Yeah, I guess we did say what we thought was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, we found there's going to be a twist. We both are, well, I there's, agree. I think there's going to be a twist. There's going to be a twist. Um, I think it will evolve Eleanor. She is not who she says she is. Okay. So, so that's you're going with that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with, but I don't. But you are saying she's not who she, she says she is as somebody who's from the bad place. No, I think she's from the good place. You think she's from the good place? I thought I thought she was from the good place. You think, I don't know. What do we say? I will listen back to it and figure it out. I well, guess. Well, when you not edit, then you can. But, yeah. <laughs> I just slap the intro music and ending segment onto it and post the sucker. Yeah. 
Because that's, you know, these conversations are run in the moment. I, 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 you know, why mess with that? This is, it's just. You do it. You it do is it the wrong. Show. It's, it is the show. And I do, I enjoy doing that with most things. I don't, you know. I'm, uh, I, I just did, um, I just went over, did my interview with John Wires. And just, yeah. Um, have you seen Cry Baby? Yeah, and of course. Like, yeah. Do it, do it raw. <laughs> <laughs> like he said, that, you know. And he, he used that phrase a few times, mm-hmm. like in our interview. Um, and just was like, that's yeah, like my phrase now. I was like, do it raw. Do it raw. <laughs> nice. All right. That's going to do it, Fork Buddies. Take it sleazy. Is it keep it sleazy? Take it sleazy. Take it sleazy. Remember? It's like take it easy, but it's take, take it sleazy. sleazy. Nah, it's not a <laughs> I'm too tired. <laughs>